to the fifth episode of the Marketing is Bullshit podcast, your go-to podcast for cutting through all the noise out there about what you should be doing to market your small to medium-sized business. I'm your host, Melissa Fisk, owner of Local 44 North, a marketing coaching and consulting group dedicated to helping women business owners attract more local clients with less effort so they can have it all, a successful business and plenty of time to do what they love, whatever that may be. Today, we are going to be talking about Instagram captions and how to make them more engaging. Um, As usual, I am joined by Mary Ruth, who also works with me over at Local 44 North, and she is here to keep me on track and make sure I don't get too off topic. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to our fifth episode. I personally am super excited about this episode um, dealing with Instagram captions. So why don't we just hop on in? And Melissa, why don't you tell us a little bit more about what we are going to be talking about when it comes to those captions today? Awesome. Yeah, we're going to be talking about a few tips to writing better Instagram captions. And the reason this is important is because we all get stuck in the rut of writing boring or cliche Instagram captions. I'm super guilty of it myself. Um, I actually, it always makes me laugh because when I cover Instagram captions, because I have a friend who she struggles so hard with like what to write for Instagram captions. And this is just like, she doesn't have like a big phone or anything. She's just like, you know, with with posts that she shares with her friends or whatever but it's so funny because it's always like such a dilemma for her and she always ends up writing like sunset last night <laughs> or, like, something like, <laughs> like, like after it's really funny yeah <laughs> she has like an existential crisis about it every time so i always like, <laughs> like sick caption um but that <laughs> is it's like we all struggle especially when it comes to our business, I think, with what to write. And maybe you don't think it's like an actual struggle, but we all kind of default naturally to writing kind of the same boring or cliche Instagram captions. And that's probably because we spend so much time on Instagram that we're so used to seeing those kind of like generic captions that we're just kind of trained to write them that way. Um, A couple of examples of what I mean is like, Um, when you see like a restaurant explaining, you know, like that, if they have like a picture of a cocktail or something that is like, oh, like time for happy hour. It's like, yeah, well, (laughs) I don't know. You know what I mean? Like kind of like obvious things explaining what's in the picture. Like, um, like if it's a plate of French fries saying something like, you know, our fries are looking good today. It's like, yeah, okay. But, (laughs) you know, coming. Yeah, they are looking good. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, but coming up a little more engaging. Another thing, you know, people do a lot, and again, like I'm guilty of this stuff too, is like doing things like mood or Monday mood, and just putting like a picture of something funny or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. Or or like generic things like, oh man, last night's sunset was fire, and like posting a picture of the sunset. Um, so like on the surface, you're like, well, what's wrong with those, right? Like it's there's not that it's anything like wrong with those. It's just that your Instagram caption is awesome real estate and you want to be capitalizing on that space to somehow, you know, even further distinguish your brand and business to help market yourself. Um, A really good example of a company that does it well, whether you love them or hate them, is Barstool Sports. 
Um, I feel like they're the epitome of a good caption, right? Um, they definitely have a very specific brand. Oh, yeah. And tone and style and target audience, obviously, um, because of that, some people probably don't like them or don't follow them, which is fine because they're they're talking specifically to their target audience. But their captions complement their photos really well. They're usually like super witty, uh, like if it's a funny video or a picture or something that makes makes me laugh. I always the caption always makes me laugh even harder because it just it just kind of amplifies that. Um, and they're always like super brief and to the point which is great. Um, but yeah, well, I, I'll actually probably bring them up again as we go. Um, one of our tips for today. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah, no, Barstool is definitely, like, the content they post is funny, but then you, like, keep scrolling to the caption and, like, they have you rolling. So, yeah, I totally agree with that. That's a great um, example. So, you said you had um, three tips you wanted to talk about. So, what would be the first one? Establishing a tone slash voice for your caption. Um, and the first thing that comes up, you know, is like, how do you establish a tone in writing? And it's definitely very hard to explain, but you know when you see a brand that does it well. For example, Barstool Sports, right? Like, you know that they write captions, even if you don't know exactly why. Like, you know that they write those captions, even if you don't know exactly why. Um, but, like, another good example is, like, if you want to be bubbly and lively, like, you can very easily establish a tone with, you know, extra emojis and punctuation. Um, we do this in text a lot. I think if you look at, and it's funny because if I compare the way, like, my mom and my parents and her friends text to the way me and my friends text, they use, like, actual legitimate punctuation and capitalization, you know? <laughs> like, they'll mm-hmm. actually write with a capital for the first letter and end with a period and they don't like overuse exclamation points like our generation <laughs> is definitely guilty of overusing exclamation points to the point yes <laughs> if my friends like don't use an exclamation point uh, I'm like wait are they are they mad at me or like is something going on like right <laughs> yeah it happens a good example is like can't wait to see you then or can't wait to see you later exclamation point you say that like in response to someone that you're making plans with, but if you say "see you later," period, without an <laughs> exclamation point, it's like, are... "Oh no!" Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> are they mad at me or are they pissed? What's going on? Yes. Oh my god, my one of one of my friends, um, she majored in English at Clemson, and so she's huge on using like correct punctuation even in text to like our group chats and stuff and I've talked to her about it so many times I'm like it comes across that you're like mad and she's like I'm not mad it's just our generation has become so used to like emojis and like exclamation points me included I'm the queen of like emojis um and I'm like she's like I'm not mad at all it's just like that's the way people used to type and like that's the way I was taught in college and I was like you're so right I, she's not mad it's just the way she types right exactly um <laughs> and it's like everyone kind of has their own style right so you can do the same thing uh where you create like your own tone and your own kind of lingo that you use um and it definitely needs to be on brand like if you're a light and funny brand or business or selling something that's like just kind of you know 
that's fine. Like we found funny t-shirts and people seem to have like this super serious, much darker, sentimental like tone about it. <laughs> you want it to kind of match your business. Something that I always talk about with, you know, marketing online in general is that, you know, you first have to start with like what your brand and your business is, you know, within itself, like how your business are. If you're a brick and mortar store, like what's the vibe in your business? Like you really want to establish that and make sure you're working on that. But then, you know, the the key to good marketing online is how do you like take that brand and vibe and make it resonate like in the marketing that you're doing online. Um, and it's not easy. It's really not easy to do. Um, I struggle with it myself. Uh, but, you know, that's the first part of that is like, is writing good captions and kind of matching that tone to your brand or business. Absolutely. Yeah. I tone is super, super important. I mean, and I also think it's hard to describe. So I think you did a good job um, of explaining that. Um, and so that is great. What would be your second um, tip for writing good Instagram captions? Sure. Um, another tip would be to match your caption to your image. It's probably pretty obvious. Or don't match your caption, which I'll get to in a minute. Um, but you want to make sure your tone and caption match the tone of the image. Um, you know, it's, um, if it's, like, something like a hilarious cat video or something, maybe don't talk about how, like, you need to take a break from social media for your mental health, uh, or something like that. Well, it's not like, a bad idea, like, it's not actually a bad idea to post something like, hey, as a business, we're just taking a break, like, from social media so that we can all, like, check in with one another one another or whatever like I think that's actually something that's like kind of cool and could match like the vibe and style of your uh, business but that's not like exactly lining up with the caption uh, or with the, the you know hilarious cat video that you're posting or whatever so it needs to you know and you know your caption is kind of an example like a, a place to you know, go beyond the image where it's like, what do you want to talk about just beyond that? Like if you are a t-shirt company or something, you post a t-shirt and maybe you can talk about like what inspired you to create this t-shirt and like tell the story of the design or something like that. Um, or talk about, you know, what someone said about wearing this t-shirt or something like that. Um, so it has to, you know, you want to build upon the image in your caption. Um, what I said at the start of this, um, matching your caption to your image or don't, there's actually, I've seen people not match their caption to their image in a really clever way. Um, they still kind of explain it, but there's uh, a really good interior designer. His name is Andrew Howard. Um, and I think his Instagram handle is Andrew J. Howe, but he is, he has, I think two boys. Um, but so he always writes, you know, he'll post pictures of these beautiful interiors that he designs, which, you know, it can be kind of hard to, to, this is the perfect example of saying like, oh, here's a beautiful like living room I did. It's like, okay, cool. Like, you know, you want to like, this is his way of kind of making his captions more engaging. He goes beyond that by posting something super funny about something his, like one of his sons have done recently, or like a funny story about something his kids said or something which is always super hilarious. And then like he ends it with uh, something like, here is 
a picture from a completed project I did that has absolutely nothing to do with anything I just said. All right, nothing to do with anything. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think is just, like, funny. That's so funny. Like, right? Like, it gets kids... Because you've seen so many of those interior design quotes, right? Where it's just, like, loving the vibe in this kitchen. Or, you know, like, things like that. Right? Yes. Kind of like, okay, great. But I really like what he did where he kind of, like, is like, okay, I'm not going to do the generic thing everyone does. I'm going to inject a little bit of my personality and a little bit of my personal life. You know, working with an interior designer is a very, like, personal experience. Um, and so I love that he puts that little bit of his personal life in there. Um, and then obviously, like, still explains the project so you get what it is. But I think it's just a really clever way to make his post a bit more interesting. I love that. I really love the idea of not matching your caption to the image. Um, and that's actually super funny. I'd seen um, some of his posts before, and I think it's hysterical. Um, so yeah, I, I think that's a really great way to explain that to our listeners. So that was number two. So what is the um, third tip that you have for our listeners today? Sure. And this is my third tip is my kind of go-to when it comes to anything and everything you do for marketing, which is be authentic and genuine. Um, you probably hear me say this like maybe at least once every podcast episode, <laughs> but I think it's super important. That's what my marketing philosophy is built around. And that's what um, I think makes really good marketing and really helps you connect with your target audience on a deeper level. Um, and that, you know, the more that deeper the connection is, the more those folks will become huge like brand ambassadors of your business, uh, which again, you'll hear me say again and again, word of mouth marketing is kind of the best thing that you can have for your business. And when you create this community of brand ambassadors, they're going to go out there and talk about how awesome your business is, but you can't do that without being authentic and genuine. Um, and kind of like what I was saying earlier in the episode talking about like if you're gonna take a break from social media like I think that's something that's like super you know that is something that's like very authentic and if that's something you and your team or your business believe in I think that's a really good thing to kind of put out there like hey we know that we use social media to connect with you all and we would like love connecting with you all but we also like need to take a break so that we're not super like digitally consumed um you know, that's a way of sharing something that you believe in. You're being super authentic about it that, you know, I feel like a lot of people could connect with or get behind. Um, speaking of taking an, a break, and someone who just did a beautifully heartbreaking job with this was Chrissy Teigen when she shared her post about her miscarriage. I know if you're a woman my age on social media, you definitely saw this post or saw an article about this post and your heart mm-hmm. broke open for her like it was so what she shared was so vulnerable and so honest um and you know reflective about her experience which I thought was just so beautiful and so brave to do um and it's you know all, like a lot of the news articles that came out about it then you know she really kind of helped there were a lot of people who were all whatever had negative opinions about it but <laughs> I thought what she did was incredibly brave and amazing. Um, but a lot, what the, a lot of the articles said is, you know, she really helped a lot of people. I think open up about similar tragedies that they had endured, which I thought was a really beautiful thing to come of that. 
which I think is part of why she shared it. You know, she's a public figure. She's very, like, shares a lot of her personal life on Instagram um, and out there on the internet. So I think for her to really be open and vulnerable about this experience was a really, really beautiful thing that I think her followers, you know, grew to love her even more. I know I did. I was like, oh my God. And I just wanted to hug her. But I also felt, you know, you could hear the heartbreak and her passion and just, you know, how difficult this was for her. And it just, you know, it made her, it makes her seem like human, you know, which I think is as a public figure or a celebrity, something that a lot of public figures and celebrities don't necessarily do. But the fact that she did that, I think, is makes her followers and her fans just even more, you know, supportive of her or even more into her. Um, so I think she has, like, a really good, like, tight-knit community. And I think part of her, like, tight-knit community of fans and followers or whatever is partly due to the fact that she is always honest and authentic and genuine and she doesn't care that there's definitely a lot of people out there who don't like her or don't agree with what she does but that's not who she's here for and so I right. really love that and that, as always I think that's super important in everything that you do um, when it comes to marketing is be authentic and genuine for who you are and who your business is and what you represent I could not agree more I think it is important that you Um, stress being authentic and genuine um, because it's just super, super important and you're not looking to please everybody. So, I mean, as long as you stay true to you, you're good to go. So, um, what... I feel like I spend a lot of my life... Exactly. I spend a lot of my life trying to, like, please everyone. And you just never do. You just end up exhausted and stressed and not genuine and you get mad at yourself for doing that. So, it's just stupid to do. You just have to do it. Exactly. I could not agree more. Um, did you want to do a quick little recap before we sign off today? Sure. So three quick tips for writing your engaging Instagram captions. Number one, establish a tone and a voice. Um, a good a good way to do this too is kind of just go through Instagram and look at what's out there and you know jot down or take note of things you like, things you don't like. And then think of who you are as a brand and how you're going to, um, quote unquote, speak in your caption. Number two, match your caption to your image or don't, um, but be intentional with whatever it is that you're writing. It has to expand upon the story of your image um, in some way, shape, or form. Um, Remember, it doesn't have to be blatant and obvious that you're just describing that image, but use that caption space to kind of go beyond the image that you're sharing and tell a little bit more about that image. And number three, as always, be authentic and genuine. Absolutely. Those are three great tips. Awesome. Yeah. And I think that does it for today. Another quick little episode, but I think if you could really kind of sit with those tips that we talked about and just think about your Instagram strategy, write down some notes, come up with a plan. I think you'll be in good shape and you'll see that you start to have a little bit more engagement with some of your posts. All right, everyone have a great afternoon.